Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Lena Morgan. This is our bonus episode for Song vs. Song. You asked for it, and we wouldn't have done it otherwise. We watched Eurovision. In, uh, in Lena's case, for the very first time. So get ready for a wildly uninformed American take on this quintessentially foreign event. There are a few things more foreign than Eurovision. So, Lena, this is your first go around in the Eurovision. Do you enjoy it? I mean, there are things to enjoy about it. I don't. So if you've never seen Eurovision before and I, you know, I obviously I'm going on one event. I have no idea what they're like in years past. But this one, at the very least, if you've seen uh, competition reality shows, the way that they drag things out. If you're familiar to reveal who won certain things, <laughs> imagine doing that for two straight hours, and that's Eurovision because it's a it's a four it was four hours we watched. There's really only two hours worth of material in there. No, that's not true because the the performances take two hours. All right, and so it, two and a half hours. Sure. Okay, they cram it into two hours. Twenty six countries. Be glad I didn't make you watch the semifinals. I'm extremely grateful, and thank you very much. <laughs> no, I, I got to be honest. I have watched Eurovision several times. I think this is the first time I tried to watch it alone, except with you via text, I guess. And uh, this is this is has to be kind of a group event. It's it's not fun alone. And I'm I'm not even going to tell you I, I enjoy it all that much with people because it's very long. It's very long. I don't really know how the Europeans do it. It's brutally crushingly long but i enjoyed parts of it there are moments it has its moments look here's the thing i'm gonna give my opinions they are opinions mm-hmm. i don't want to come across like like a, like a guy from the blaze network saying even when i'm wrong i'm right you know i uh-huh. have no idea this is just this is just my natural reaction we're we're doing this episode because you our patreon subscribers told us we had to so we're... and also for everybody else, this is a oh, free yeah, this episode. Is, oh yeah, this is a Don't free. Don't forget episode. that this this is a free. This is free for all. You're you're so welcome. Unless you <laughs> actually listen to the whole thing, in which case I imagine I should be saying I'm very sorry. Did you think the right person won or the right artist won? No, absolutely, absolutely the fuck not. No. Well, that's be- uh, that's because you're wrong all the time. Yeah, the the, the be- at least a worthy group won. I I am I enjoyed the fuck out of what, what was their name again Man, Manifold something I don't Man, know it's Italy Manifold I, I mean we I'm sure Man that we'll, skin. We'll, Man 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 skin I don't I, know how it's pronounced I, it's got a little weird circle over the a Italian Rage Against the Machine one Italian no 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 they're um what's what's the Italian word for the darkness Oh no the, <sighs> the with the with the bass and everything it was very it was very ragey. I don't, you know, the, it was a rage against the machine. <laughs> the machine. Here we go, bulls on the parade. <laughs> I know they, they maybe a little in the riffs, but like they came out with like the full on seventies outfits. I I could not view them as anything but like ridiculous glam rockers. I, I thought that they were solidly, I don't want to say middle of the pack. They were hmm. top ten for me. I don't know if I was like that into them the first time they came around, but when it became clear that if they didn't win, it was going to be Switzerland or France, I was like, I am all in on Italy. This is where things just make no sense for me at all. 
because so I you know I did not watch this alone. I watched it with uh, Raven, mm-hmm. and Raven was sort of quietly counting the number of women wearing um, uh, white sparkly gowns with fringe. Because it was qu- a, a were, I think there were four or five of them. It was more than two. It was it was a solid number. Um, if there mm-hmm. was a uniform, that was certainly yeah. Yet definitely more than one person got the memo. <laughs> but she really liked Switzerland. Who not? I mean, I thought they were okay. You didn't feel them at all, and they no, ended, they no. were so the way that it works. If you've never watched Eurovision before, just so there's an understanding, there's sort of like each country has a certain number of points to give out. And then there's the public vote, and they award points in ways that, to be quite honest, I don't understand. No, it's, but a, it's prior a, to the prior to the public vote. Switzerland was number one. France was number two. Yeah, Italy was way down there, and the, I guess Europe really wanted them some glam rock. Well, but, they came in second place, I think, the last time, and so that was that was a part of this too. I mean, I'm sure that. So this is a lack of experience speaking, obviously, but I'm sure that there's. Not necessarily favoritism, but just people who are aware of the past and so are, you know, it's like when an actor gets best actor uh-huh. at the Oscars, even though it's not really the the movie they won for wasn't really a thing they deserved it for, but they've been up for it so many times. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let me put it like this. Um, the Eurovision voting is completely fucked. It is like a complete joke. It's It's like at the end of the first Harry Potter movie where Dumbledore just basically decides Gryffindor won. It's like, I, I award Gryffindor 60 bajillion points because I can. As the uh, one with the longest beard. <laughs> Eurovision, the, the voting is very political. Like, buddy countries will give each other 12 points all the time. Like, Greece has always given 12 points to Cyprus and vice versa because, you know, they're they're close. Cyprus is like, Greece is Canada, so they're they're very friendly with each other. Usually the the Irish will give the UK some pity votes, even though there are the UK is generally bad. Not this year. <laughs> that was so here is a thing that I really enjoyed watching the UK get no votes. <laughs> that a was truly, no pointer. No point. I don't know how common that is, obviously, but I can say that truly they got the score they deserved. That yeah. was complete shit. The, so it was <laughs> James Newman doing a song called Embers, and it was just, I don't, like, that was to music what UK usually is to food. It was oh. just so, it was really, like, there was just nothing about it. The performance was bad. The arrangement was bad. The song itself was bad. The costumes were bad. Like, there was just nothing. It was completely irredeemable. Um, It was the absence of good, I guess. The second to last place was the presence of the most, like, I wanted to, like, have a violent attack. Like, I wanted to, like, stab a knife in my ears just to stop hearing it. What was that? Which one was that one? Oh, that would be Germany. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Germany, which got three points. And I'll tell you, they also deserve that was three more points than they deserved. They deserved, <laughs> in my mind, negative points. They did a song called I Don't Feel Hate. Pretty ironic, considering that <laughs> it was oh, we will we will make we will try to make you feel hate like because it starts. So, OK, just in case, just in case you didn't. 
Um, so we're, I guess we're, we're, let's start from the bottom and then kind of slowly go up and see which ones we each had thoughts about. But I, yeah. I knew that we would both have thoughts about the UK and Germany. Did you want to say anything else about the UK before we get to Germany? Uh, Do you have thoughts about the UK? I didn't hate the arrangement. I thought the, the, the trumpets, I guess, the horn section was pretty cool. But I, you know, immediately I hated that performance. I, I and I blame it on the guy. Like he's just like a charisma black hole. And I was like, I didn't like looking at him. I didn't like his his voice. I was like, this sucks. And, let, you know, the thing is, you know, you were shocked that, you know, the UK, which is, you know, one of the giants of, you know, world music, like up there with America and Sweden and, and now South Korea as like the, one of the main exporters of music in the world does not do Eurovision very well this year. They generally don't do well in Eurovision, not only because right now they are quite unpopular, but also they don't seem to take it very seriously. They they kind of have like this kind of British snobbery. It was like, you know, we gave you the Beatles. We don't have a thing to prove to you, but we are also still the UK. So we deserve to win anyway. And it's all they, they always come seem to come in last. I so the thing that shocked me was that they were just there at all, because not every country makes it in. You know, Ireland didn't make it in because in part. So when they were in the semifinals, the, the cameras messed up. Oh, geez. So people didn't see them. And they had sent a queer woman from Ireland to Eurovision. And uh, Ireland was pretty pissed about the fact that she effect- effectively just didn't really get her roses. She didn't get she didn't really get an op- a true opportunity at all. This mm-hmm. is a thing that, you know, Raven was sort of researching stuff while I was watching. And that I was kind of shocked by. I mean, I guess, I'm ha- again, I have no idea how common a thing like that would be, but that a, like cameras would break down and so people wouldn't necessarily get the opportunity to really get the vibe and for that person to be a queer person representing Ireland that really that sucks that's a fucking bummer yeah um here's the thing is like how did the UK qualify with a a, a song that bad you asked well yes that uh, was my question see there's a thing about the song uh the UK qualifies automatically oh the, the big five markets of Europe, that's France, Spain, UK, Germany, Italy, they qualify automatically. That's garbage. Uh, the UK had no business being there. None. And um, literally Will Ferrell dropping his pants and taking a dump on the floor had more right being there. There is like some, it's like, do they get lazy because they qualify automatically? Or do they feel like because they qualify automatically, there's always there's already a mark against them because people resent them that they get a free pass, so they're not going to get the votes anyway. So all I know is that they were terrible. Yeah, they were. This, I mean, again, can't speak to any other year, but that was bad. Yeah, and um, I lit- I think the thing I like wrote notes for most of these. Um, I what I wrote was I would I would have rather had Louis Capaldi. <laughs> oh man. But you said Germany was as bad, or you you said like almost as bad. Like I, so my, three points so my, was two, I, let's say maybe they deserved one point, not three. I, my opinion is that they deserve negative points. <laughs> I actually believe that they should have been ejected from the stadium immediately uh, after performing that song. Let me explain to you why. So, um, for anybody that that didn't see this, um, but has seen YouTube videos before. Imagine the 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 Pauls, Jake and Logan Paul. Imagine mm. if they had a shitty younger Euro trash brother <laughs> who played a ukulele. That's the lead singer 
of the or whatever he was yeah. of of Germany doing this. I don't feel hate. It just felt very YouTubey in the worst way possible. Uh, the song was just garbage because it was like I don't hate. I just feel bad for you, and it's like, <laughs> oh my god, shut the fuck up. It was a very Glee Ryan Murphy esque performance. The costumes were a hot mess. There was a there was a woman who I don't know if she was supposed to be a peace sign and a middle finger or just the two different hand signals for fuck you. Yeah, the I don't know. Like she, the middle finger was up, and I, I was like, sometimes the 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 index finger was up also. So it could have been like the 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 British flipping off. Yep. but it definitely looked like just the just the middle finger at at times also. What you you felt really angry at that UK guy. I was, I just thought he was garbage. Mm-hmm. I thought there was just absolutely nothing worthwhile about him at all. And then I watched Germany, and I thought, this is just everything that I genuinely despise about dumb internet bullshit. Like it just <laughs> really, it's like all the kind of YouTube videos I don't like. Like the way they look, the color, I don't, I, everything about it just really, I couldn't even begin. I just, the song was awful. And just the subject matter, right? Like, I just, who wants that? Who wants somebody coming out to sing a song being hey, they like, got a full three votes. So someone wanted it. I guess so. Some, some bad person. <laughs> you did a bad thing. All right. Spain got six points total. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Spain? I remember it was like some kind of quibbery Enrique Iglesias type ballad that I didn't really feel like I, I'm not going to have a lot to say about a lot of these. Like that's my problem with your vision. A lot of these just kind of blend into each other. Like you got to really work hard to stand out and everyone is trying to stand out. Now, a lot of times they don't succeed, but Spain was like a pretty no frills performance. And quite honestly, I'm not, I don't really get why Spain tanked, but France, I don't like thirds. Yeah. I don't. I thought I thought it was kind of confusing too. I thought the guy was going to do all right because. Do you want to explain the way they they set everything up with the tiny houses? The interstitials were weird this year. Like usually, you you see like the people out in enjoying the the host country, but instead they had just I think because of COVID reasons they just set up like a tiny little room. It looks like a like an IKEA model room, like for and they with little furniture in it. Yeah, to sort of represent the artists and maybe their country a little bit. So for Spain, they showed a picture of the guy with his dogs. And I was like, oh, is the song he's going to sing about his dogs? No. That's nice. But instead it was him with a giant moon. And I was like, what? Is he trying to appeal to the Majora's Mask crowd? Is he he in Terminus? Is he Chewbacca and he's going to get killed by the moon? Like what? How, what are we doing? It was just so weird. And then, yeah, the song was very, like, boring, Enrique Iglesias, like, yeah. completely unmemorable. All right. Do you want to – I'm trying to go through and see, like, if there were any towards the bottom that I thought deserved better. Well, uh, I'm seeing, like, four, fourth to last was the Dutch. And I, I I don't know. I didn't like that one, but I thought it deserved better than, uh, you know, fourth to last, 23rd out of 26. Like, there were – I don't know. They're apparently the guy was Surinamese. He's from Suriname where they do speak Dutch because it's a former colony. And he was like singing in like Dutch Creole or, or Suriname Creole. It was very multiculty and it seemed a little like early 90s, honestly. It was very early 90s. He also so there were multiple people at that show that had Muppet voice and he was one of them. Oh, yeah. He had the weird voice. That's right. 
he had like a kind of a Rick Astley Kermit the Frog thing going on. There, so there, so him and then one of the announcers who also had like a, a dress that was made of like twenty different suits. <laughs> yeah, she also had a Muppet voice. So like every time they'd cut to her, she would be like, "And now coming on is Germany." <laughs> like yeah. you know, it was really weird. Yeah, I thought he was okay. Um, I, the costume was strange, and his voice again was Muppety. Yeah. All right. Um, In 22nd place. San Marino. I thought for sure they'd do better on account of. <laughs> they brought in a ringer. They did. So their, what was the dumb joke that I said to you? Oh, Flo, <laughs> it was Flo Rida. Their Flo, Flo Rida was yeah. their Flo Ringa. Yes. I thought for sure they'd do better. Um, well, the song I guess he wasn't... just doesn't have the juice in Europe, huh? Oh, does the song he? Did, would you good. know? Do you know how Flo Rida does in Europe? Uh, I don't know. Like, apparently he helped write the song. I don't think he is a, you know, Samaritanian origin or has a resident in San Marino. Like, San Marino has like 30,000 people in it. It's like not really a country. Yeah, there were a couple that I was like, that's not a country. That's a that's a brand of booze. Yeah. Yeah. San, like, San Marino has like a total GDP of like one and a half billion dollars. Like, that's, like, 20% of Flowrider's... I mean, like, Flowrider has, like, 20% alone to match Flowrider's... I mean, San Marino's GDP. They are, they are such a small country. They are so tiny. I was like, how did they qualify at all? I guess because Flowrider got involved enough to get them into the... Uh, get into the finals, but not to do well in the finals. It wasn't a good song. No, it was... I, and, I, and I'm I not thought sure the, if, the like, performance of it was okay, but yeah. I wouldn't call it a great tune. Oh, I'm, and then we have a whole bunch of uh, yeah. I was gonna say like Al- Albania. I don't remember anything. Completely oh, they, gone. They they showed up second. My my problem with the Eurovision is that a lot of them are pretty similar. Like you got some kind of like Eastern European type classic folk sound, and they slap a dance beat under it. And, yeah, well, uh, Azerbaijan had that problem. That was like here's here's the Cobra Kai symbol. Yeah. That and now, was... like a '90s dance track. Yeah. Oh, there was a band you recognize. I, I've never heard of this band, but you were uh, you were into them. I liked them. Uh, Belgium had a band called Hoover Phonic, who were apparently like a pretty. They were a '90s band. They were like you know, if you're listening to like Sneaker Pimps and uh, Portis Head and stuff like that. Yeah, they were a trip hop band from from Belgium, I guess. And uh... and they were great, and they they did okay with the regular voting, and then they got. Almost nothing. Hold on, I want to find it because it was. I was so mad. I was like, "What happened?" They only got three votes from the public. Three, and I think that that was by far the lowest of the people that were towards the top. Yeah, they're a good band, from what I could tell. I liked the the song they sang, but it was very not Eurovision. Yeah, that's fair. I thought it was just a really. It was the first song I think you and I both really liked, though. Yeah, like no, like a '90s alt rock band is not gonna do well at, at Eurovision I guess especially not that kind of like post Depeche Mode kind of all rock they didn't do well I thought they deserved better and like I guess that was their ringers because they were you know they cross over to America I'd never heard of them sure. but you have but I sure have um, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that's sort of before then um, I honestly am surprised that Israel managed to <laughs> do 17th I remember that I, I watched her come out and I felt so bad. I thought <laughs> she's going to imagine how hard this 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 young woman probably worked 
Yeah. And she's going to get demolished because she's representing a country that is not really not well right. liked at the moment. Oh yeah, you should. Like, that's that really sucks. I felt I felt really bad for her, and her performance was it was pretty good, was solid. Yeah, it was top half. I'd say. I, I here's what I would say about it, um, and I think this is the thing that we sort of both kind of came around to for different songs. The beat, the music, it felt a little bit like a Dua Lipa track. That is correct. It absolutely did. It was very new disco. She also, yeah, so there's, I would say if there was one thing I sort of noticed throughout, there was a lot of people trying to do future nostalgia. Like, I would actually say that if it wasn't for the fact that Italy won, that I would have actually said that Dua Lipa won the night. Because <laughs> so many people, I think, were influenced by future nostalgia. That was the really big takeaway that I had. There were a number of tracks that had that. The young woman from Israel was... Had a little bit of that, and she had a little bit of Ariana Grande, hmm. especially because she was doing the. Didn't she do like the whistle tone? Oh, at the that's end? right. Yeah, that's right. She was like way up there. Way. And up I was like, the- oh yeah, 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 yeah. And like she was one of the ones that had her hair, I think, kind of high up a little bit. And I thought, like, well, I there mean, was- she's trying. She's trying to do Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande was looking at her and being like, I wish that was my skin color because I'm, <laughs> that's Ariana Grande. That's that's a, that's a thing that's with her. Anyway. You could feel free to delete that, Paul. But you know, um, I'm trying to think what else was in there. Um, I don't know. She was not the only uh, Ariana type. Oh in no, I had a couple other ones in there that if we if it comes up, if, yeah, if not, um, maybe not in the style, but uh, like in the in the in the clothing and the outfits, there were a, a few Arianas in there. Oh, you know who I was going to say that came in 14th place, and I thought deserved way better was Sweden. Sweden performed next to last. I have absolutely no memory of it. I oh, that guy was great. Uh, he was real. I mean, like, so I don't feel too bad for him because my understanding is he's only like nineteen. He's really, really mm-hmm. young. Um, so I think he's got plenty more that he'll do with his career. But his voice was beautiful. He had a. I mean, like, his outfit was stunning. Like, it just was really beautiful. The song was. Great. I just thought it was one of the best songs all around. I think that maybe it, its flaw was that it didn't do that thing where it builds and then is like really, really impressive at the end. You know, like how reality shows like that. And mm-hmm. I assume that Eurovision's got a little taste of that too. Yeah, I just I thought the whole way through it was just such a good song. And I would say if there was anything from the bottom half, that's the one that really stands out to me. Sweden, I thought, of all of them, deserved so much better. I thought that track was really great. So I would uh, recommend checking it out. It's called Voices. Uh, it just kind of went in one ear out the other for me. Um, there was a, a Serbian girl group that I at least remembered. They were kind of like, I don't know, it was, like, it was like, oh, this is what K-pop sounds like if it were European. Like, Oh, well, no, I also remember them very well. I didn't like that, and you yeah. know exactly why, because it sounded like the Macarena. Oh, that's right. They had- that was the, the it sounded like the Macarena and they were saying something that was like, I think they kept saying some, some, some. But like, I swear at one point it sounded like they said bum, bum, bum. And I was like, are you just a trio of high femme Tom Greens? <laughs> I What's don't happening here. I don't know what any of these people are saying. Like, even when they're singing in English, their accents are so thick that I have to sit here and like stewing American ignorance. Like I have clearly Serbia was saying my bum is on Eurovision. Okay. Those are some pretty short skirts they were wearing. So that is not what I meant. Please do not put those (laughs) words into my mouth. Thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was referring to Tom Green. Okay. For the record. Thank you, Internet. Okay. What's what's a, a Moldova pop song, Sugar? I didn't care about that one. That's nope. just a, um Oh, you really hated the, the Portugal one. That, that did was, I? Oh, yes, I did. I thought that yeah, song that was, a rock was so band. boring. I don't know. Like, I, I appreciate the change of pace we we get every now and then. Oh, I don't mind a change of pace. Yeah. I just would like the change of pace to be good. And th- their shtick was, we'll open being in black and white. And in four by three. And I all I could think of was Jerry Seinfeld. I'm like, what did you think of the black and white? The black and white. That was it. That's That's literally the only thing you think of whenever you see anything in black and white. That's true. I'm very basic. <laughs> yes. That song was called Love is on My Side, and it was a good thing because in my mind, it was the only thing they had going for them. <laughs> Let me say this. I, I'd like to hear it outside of Eurovision, see what I think about it. That's a it's fair a, point. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't feel badly, but I was like, I was firmly middle of the pack for me. After them. Bulgaria. Uh, Bulgaria. Bulgaria was the one that you and I disagreed on in the sense that you thought it was a little bit of a Demi Lovato. I thought it was a little bit of a Billie Eilish. Let's say it was pretty in between. She was a little more, she was louder than Billie Eilish and she was not as loud as Demi Lovato, let's say. But it was like a very teenage girl kind of thing. Like she seemed very vulnerable and she was on a boat. She was on a sinking boat or something or an island. I forget what. I also, so here's the thing. The song was called Growing Up is Getting Old and I thought that was like, what if you you wanted to come up with a title for a Billie Eilish song but you failed at it? (laughs) It's growing up is getting It does older. sound like a fake a fake Billie Eilish song like that you'd give to a Billie Eilish ripoff. Yeah, it sounds like I was going to sound sounds like a thing that Weird Al would come up with, but Weird Al would have done better. Uh yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of under it was okay. She had and a good voice. I thought the voice was was pretty decent. I don't think you thought that though. I th- I thought you know, I th- I thought she was a good singer. Certainly better than a the UK guy in the fur coat. That guy. <laughs> Wait, he didn't have a the UK didn't he didn't have a fur coat. He, he was he was zipper man. Oh, whatever the fuck he was wearing. No, the fur coat. We skipped over uh, Norway, which you hated a lot, and apparently a lot of people hated a lot. I, I hold on. I got to again. I got to find. This is why I wrote extensive notes. He was fallen angel. He had the handcuffs. oh okay. Whoa 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 whoa. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I am don't say that I didn't like that guy. And okay. let me tell you why. So here's the deal. I I thought it was very on the nose, and that can be obnoxious to me. I want to be very clear. What, so, that he was re- singing a song called Fallen Angel, and he had angel wings on? And there and were devils, by... like, that had him in chains? Yes. I just, there was something about that that was obnoxious to me. Mm-hmm. But the thing about that guy, which I did not find out until, again, Raven, doing me a solid, looked it up. Um, so his his name is Tix, T-I-X, all caps. Mm-hmm. Do you know why that is? Oh, I'm looking at it on Wikipedia right now. Wow. Yep. You can, you can say it. Yeah. Uh, so he has Tourette's. Yep. So And and so and I noticed the reason why I started to retract my stuff is that there's – so he wore glasses, and at a point he started to try to take the glasses off, mm-hmm. and you could see that, like, there was something going on with his eyes, and then he put the glasses back on. And I said, what is that about? And then Raven looked it up. So that's a guy that, you know, I refuse. I'm not I'm not going to talk shit like that. That is a guy who went out there and did it. And I'm sure that that like I cannot imagine what it would be like to deal with 
having actual ticks to the point that you've named yourself ticks and then still be able to rise to the level of Eurovision. I don't want to talk shit about that. That sucks. That would be really shitty. I I refuse. I can't. I just can't. (laughs) I wasn't going to talk shit about it because I liked it, but I, um, I don't know. After I'd had a few too many, uh, dance songs, I feel like. So I was, I was ready to move on. I was like that. This guy looks, you know, has a ridiculous outfit on, and I'm, I'm gonna go with this. It looked like an anime opening. <laughs> yeah, it really. And it kind of sounded like one too, actually. Yeah. Uh, all right. So wait, let me get back to where we were, which is, I think, Greece. Greece. That was a. That was a little eighteen-year-old girl. I don't was know. It was it? Very, yeah, I was like in wait, her little. Wait, that was. Uh oh no 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 wait was she that young? Yeah, she's eighteen. Oh gosh. Um, no no, it's very funny because in her interstitial she looks like. 14 and then she showed up on stage and like made up and stuff and she looked much older so i so like she's you ever watch a science fiction show and sometimes they put women on a sci-fi show in an outfit that makes you go so you were just thinking dirty thoughts when you made the costume for this poor (laughs) woman weren't you it it looked like one of those i don't want to say that she like I'm sure that she selected that, and I'm sure she felt very empowered, but I watched it, and I thought, like, that looks like a sci-fi porno outfit um, because I have watched a well, lot of really misogynistic sci-fi in my past. and so Well, you know, now you know that she is uh, barely legal, so there you yep, go. Yep, great. Good to know. <laughs> Just moving right along. Um, Russia. Oh, boy. Can we talk about Russia? The first time I uh, watched... Uh, Eurovision the Russian act was a bunch of old grannies who in dress in traditional outfits and literally baked a loaf of bread on stage while they were singing in a old Russian oven this was a little different than that wasn't it it was just a touch it, <laughs> it started out that I thought it was going to be something similar because <laughs> she comes uh, the woman uh, Manisha I'm pronouncing that wrong probably she comes out in like this big Russian dress, this like nesting well, doll she's, dress. She's supposed to look like a Russian doll. Yeah, I think that was the that was the vibe I was getting. Like I, it was clear that like I thought they were going to actually take it off like one layer at a time, and then she <laughs> just kind of jumps out of it and starts rapping. Yeah, apparently this was a a little bit of a controversial song in Russia, where they're you know they have kind of a tense relationship with with Eurovision because uh it's so decadent and gay friendly. The Russian authorities apparently were not super fond of their entry this year. Raven said, bring on Pussy Riot. <laughs> um, but this like, I think that, I mean, what was there to be up in arms about? It was kind of like, the so it was it was definitely meant to be like a, a women's empowerment song for sure. Yes. But it was, it felt like a very 90s one of those aside from the rapping. Very girl power-y kind of bre- yeah. feminism is what you're saying. Yeah, it, it did. And, you know, I it just felt a little out, I don't know if I want to say outmoded, but it certainly felt of a of a time that is not now. I mean, well, we, we've I don't know. I don't know what the lyrics are. I mean, I looked them up, but like th- it was in Russian. Who knows like how it feels but if they you're had, native I, Russian. I, I wish I had written it down, but I think they had like English words in the background as a lot of them did. Yeah, they to sort of let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I just thought because it felt so 90s to me, I, I literally like my head went like, 
a Russian doll raps next on Six Ed World. <laughs> like, you know, that's it kind of had that vibe, but you would see it like it's something that Daria Morgendorfer would watch and be bemused by. Yeah. Well, you know, empowerment. Maybe this sure. means something to a lot of Russian women. By the, the name of the song was Russian Woman. Yeah. Or, if it made if it made people feel good, I'm not going to. Yeah. I you know, we, we come from I'm I am coming from this from a shockingly sheltered and ignorant American perspective. I don't know what any of these countries are doing unless it involves, uh, you know, football. Here's a here's a shocker. What's that? Lithuania. Lithuania fucking rocked. I I was very happy for Lithuania. Did a song called Discotech. Uh-huh. The name of that group was The Roop. The Roop. And Raven, of course, said, The Roop. The Roop. <laughs> the Roop is on fire. <laughs> um, they had some real rights at Fred Energy. The guy looked like Sacha Baron Cohen as Bruno. Yeah, he did. And there was also a um, there was another guy next to him had these these sort of big round glasses, and he looked like Jim Gaffigan in a wig. Mm-hmm. And they made some strange faces. They they there was some stuff about the goofiness of them that is reminiscent of another group that we're going to be talking about mm-hmm. very soon. Yeah, well, I I, I like Lithuania, and, and you know Lithuania is a small country. So I was like, yeah, you go, Lithuania. You blow away, you know, the big countries like Spain and the UK. I, I was I was quite happy for Lithuania. I, I like it when they they come at it at Eurovision from odd angles because Eurovision is supposed to be showy and weird. So there so there's a th- one thing to really note about them. And I bring this up because it's going to come up again later is that they got a huge public vote. Oh, Lithuania yeah. They got one hundred and sixty five points. They were one of the ones that got the most out of the public vote. Yeah, there was a giant mismatch between the judges and the the public vote on that one yeah so they did they went from so they went up with 220 points total 165 of which were the public just so that you understand how much the public liked them and they were very yeah they were very fun i think that they i don't know that i love them as much as the public did but i liked them yeah they were fun i don't know if i did my ranking it'd probably be a a couple places higher i like now but now we got to talk about the thing that made me mad Related to the public vote, which is the ones that came up after them. Yeah. Malta. Fucking Malta was great. You said mm-hmm. it was like like Malta's Lizzo. Yeah. Malta seemed to me like the one that I'm not when I say should have won, like not my pick to win, not the one I think deserved to win, but like the one that seemed to me like the one that would get like the combined public and judges vote like that would rank highly for both. I, so what I thought about it was that she had a great vibe, good energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought early on it felt like her voice was straining a little bit. I could have been completely wrong about that. But then she was one of those people that finished really, really strong. Mm-hmm. And she had a her. So I don't know what her real name is, but I know that um, her name is Destiny at the very least as far as relates to her artist name. And as, that, yes, that's actually, her, that's actually her real name. Okay. I mean, it, it could yeah. have been. But yes. So Destiny, I just... She's the kind of person you vote for because they're talented and they have a good energy and you you want them to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was really happy because at first they were like in the top five. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they got screwed by the public. The public only gave them, now I got to find it, um, 47 points. What the fuck? The public? <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
Well, you know, Malta, I guess, does not really have a whole lot of uh, international support, I guess. Like, no one really cares about Malta. Do you even know which countries it borders? You no, like, but get- I don't. I don't. But here's the thing. I don't need to know what countries Malta borders to know a good oh, this performer. Ma- this matters to the Eurovision public. And it was a joke. Malta doesn't border any countries. It's an island. But OK, I don't know. <laughs> Yes, let's guess. Enjoy YouTube. I'm I'm an idiot. (laughs) But I know when somebody's good. And I don't I mean, I get I get that. it. Look, again, it's my my first time watching Eurovision. But like justice for Malta. Malta was good, but I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I don't know how the voting works. If you're like how many people you get to vote for. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Malta was not anyone's first choice. Let's say if it's ranked voting, like, sure, sure, she should be in everyone's top five. Maybe top three for a lot of people, but I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if like there was very few like people who were like Malta's my number one. I don't know. That, I really, yeah, it's hard for me to say, but yeah. it really, it really made me blue. No, that's that that's like. the only one where I felt like the public dropped the ball. That was the only one I think. Meanwhile, oh, and Belgium, I guess, but Belgium yeah. didn't do well for for any of. Yeah, the Belgium judge. only got three points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever Phonic only got three points. I, I don't know if we talked about that or not, but that yeah. was some nonsense. They, they, the looks on their faces. Like uh, I, there. I mean, here's the thing. Whoever Phonic's going to be fine. I felt bad for Destiny. Like she really was crestfallen. You could see it yeah. on her face. That really bummed me out. Meanwhile, Finland. How did you feel about Finland? Fucking love Finland. <laughs> Fucking love Finland. Finland showed up and were like, it starts with. <laughs> yeah, they were. It was a. It was they, some straight up new metal. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah. When they won in 2006 with Hard Rock Hallelujah, I think Finland has always been like a, a fan favorite of the Eurovisions. They, they, they fucking ruled. That was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I liked pretty much everything about them. I liked them because. Um, so there's. So first, the performance was good. Then they had this thing like on their hands that said join. And there was literally a point when the remember when I was talking about the lady with the with like the, the dresses made of like 20 different suits. Yeah. She was like going up to talk to like different announcers from different countries. Mm-hmm. And as she was walking down the line, you saw somebody with the join hand <laughs> stick out of a doorway. The join hand? Yeah, the, like somebody oh. <laughs> had the word join on their hand. And yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was if it was like. Finland's like the people that were reporting from Finland or what, but like that made me laugh. And then when they cut to Finland during the middle period, after all the songs were done, mm-hmm. they had a sign that said, play Yaya Ding Dong. <laughs> yes. Two signs that said it. In fact, Yaya Ding Dong being the dumb song from the Eurovision Netflix movie. Yeah. Apparently Yaya Ding Dong has really caught on in Europe. Like they, it is like the, the the enduring joke of that movie. They fucking love Yaya Ding Dong. But Finland was just, here's the thing. Yeah. They were having a great time. Yeah. And I feel like, shouldn't that be the spirit of Eurovision? Shouldn't it be about having yeah. a really good time? Like, everybody from the whole, like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody from the continent is is getting together. And also Australia is there for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're let's do this thing. Like it just seems like it should be fun, and they did this new metal thing, and it was aggressively fun. Yes, I, I liked Finland a lot. Everyone seems to like Finland, uh, and uh, they got so they the they got the I think it was the second highest of the public vote. They got two hundred and eighteen 
votes from the public. And to show you how bad the other voting can go the other way, they again, they only had 301 total. 218 yeah. was just from the public and I was like, man, justice for Finland. What was <laughs> what was what was going on with the with the with the judges from the countries? What are you thinking? Yeah, I did I did not like the judge voting. It was I, very strange. Well, that was the thing I, was they had they had voted predominantly for France and Switzerland. Those were like the two biggies. All right, well, we got two we're going in order. We got two left before we get to the the two biggies. So okay, so we've got Ukraine. Do you I, remember? I I'm like, what even what even happened with Ukraine? That was like, like the crazy the witch woman. Oh yeah, I so I think they just got votes because they were weird. Yeah, I didn't like that at all. I did not like that at all. They did like, have a she did yeah. There was a midsummer headdress when they did the little the tiny yeah. house. Um, she looked like she was wearing a skinned Muppet or potentially <laughs> a skinned Billie Eilish if it was like Billie's um, green hair. You remember that one? That's what it looked yeah. like. And then they had those like discs and Raven really clocked it because I kept saying, I was like, what are they doing? Ultimate Frisbee up there? Mm-hmm. And Raven said, no, man, it's Tron. <laughs> oh, right. It really looked like Tron. It was great. Like I don't, I wouldn't call it incredible, but it was so weird, and that's why it got as many votes, I think, as it did. Apparently, this is what I'm told. It's a, it's a like a, a song about growing your garden, but there are many <laughs> like. Uh, I thought so. I kept saying like it's, it's like they're singing so aggressively. It's got to be about something adorable, right? Yeah, but someone told me on Twitter, and uh, I've just confirmed this now that the that there are several uh, references to growing hemp. I don't know. I just assumed it was their version of the Balky Bartokamus yeah. dance of joy. That was it. I don't know. I just didn't. En- I, I just thought uh, I didn't enjoy the music. I, I thought it was ugly and loud. I didn't enjoy it. I could. It was OK. Um, yeah. And now we have to talk about a band, a, a country that would have probably done better had they done a live performance. I don't know that, if they- and that is and that is Iceland. Iceland was my pick to win. Like I loved them. I loved Iceland. And it's it's I don't know if the the fact that it was like a taped performance hurt them at all. Like they had to drop out of the live show because one of them got the covids. I'd read somewhere that they were like a favorite to win. I don't I don't know if any of this affected it, but like I loved them. I was so proud of Ice. And uh, someone told me that they were going to perform last year, too, and they had to cancel it, so they had to come up with a new song for this one because everyone had to come up with a new song. God, they were so charming. They deserve to win. They deserve to win, and they certainly deserve to perform. And this is right after the Eurovision movie, which was all about Iceland. This was Iceland's year. Yeah, it kind of bummed me out. Here's the thing. So you remember I said that Germany was like everything I don't like about the Internet? Mm Mm-hmm. Iceland is like everything I do like about the internet. It's like, I, Iceland was like, you ever scroll through ads and they get you? Like they actually have one yeah. of those stupid mashup t-shirts and you're like, okay, that one's actually excellent. Mm-hmm. That's what Iceland was to me. And they literally, they were wearing like 8-bit versions of their faces on their sweaters. Yeah. They had these like curved things like keytars that eventually like turned into a circle around all of them that was like a full piano that I don't know if I don't think they were actually playing it but yeah. you know it had an, they had an aesthetic that yeah. I really appreciated the song was great it, again I thought there was a little bit of a 
uh, Dua Lipa Future Nostalgia to the the music itself. Mm-hmm. And it also sounded to me like it could have been in, in the a video game, but like a like like a like a brawler. Like if somebody was going to make a really goofy Icelandic Streets of Rage, this were, song would be in it. And that is the best thing I can say about something. I feel I, the guy's name is uh I'm going to totally mispronounce this like Daddy Frere, Daddy Frere. I don't know. I'm going to go check him out immediately. I loved it. I loved his stuff immediately. I thought that was the the best and the catchiest song of the night. And you know they had to. His band had to drop out because one of them got the COVID, and that's just really unfortunate. I don't know if like that affected the voting, but I think everyone was kind of rooting for them. They were great, yeah. and they made such. I just remember at the end <laughs> because they, you know, they basically they played for nobody, mm-hmm. and so the song ends, and it's just them all making the most zany faces, <laughs> you know, purposefully doing a bad job of pretending that they're. You know, watching the audience cheer for them. Yeah, (laughs) it was adorable. I just I loved everything about them. They're just you just want to like pat them on the head and say you you did good. They're just a a bunch of adorable puppy dogs. Really wonderful. (sighs) What might have been? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, And now we're in the top three. The weirdest. I don't get it at all. Top three. Uh, Switzerland. Sucked. Raven loved Switzerland. I am almost tempted to go and get Raven to explain what it was she liked so much about them because I just thought, like, this sounds like it would be in a Swiss version of Garden State. To me, it felt like just another ballad from a reality, you know, competition. Uh, All I remember, it was just so unmemorable. The only thing I liked, or not even like the only thing I remembered was that it was the guy's goofy John Ralphie O'Hare. He looked like a, a cast member of Glee. He had like a boring stage show. I didn't get it at all. Like I was shocked that it did so well in the voting and mostly the judges voting. But not Yeah, not that entirely. was a real. So, all right, let me let me find how that actually played yeah. out. Um so Switzerland, I they were screaming over everything so I didn't actually hear the full number. They got like 160 something votes from the public yeah um and wound up with 432 total um so they did better with the judges but they still did well with the public like they were they did kind of well with both i don't know like i i tweeted something was like i didn't like france and switzerland and uh i got kind of a split response in my uh in my comments half of them are like you don't know anything about eurovision you stupid american and the other one's like yes thank you thank you someone said it I thought it was just a very boring performance. I forgot it immediately, and I was shocked that I even had to remember it to talk about this. Uh, talk about it on this podcast. I did. I not thought like it would. It. I thought it would be in. I thought it would be in the top ten, but I certainly didn't think it was going to be at before they went to the public that that would be in the number one spot. It was very strange to me. Yeah, literally, I've watched. This is the first time I watched Eurovision. I have no concept of what the Europeans want out of a song competition show. I just knew that I thought he had it. He had a fine singing voice. He had John Ralphie O'Hare. Mm-hmm. But not as fucking shocking as France, boy. France, I, you hated France. I was like, that. I thought I was just bored by it, but... Let me clarify something. Mm-hmm. Many moons ago, as a much younger person, I worked a lot of retail in New York City. And uh, when you work in New York City, uh, you deal with a lot of tourists. And you learn very quickly who are the tourists that tend to be easy to deal with 
and who were the ones that are very difficult to deal with. The French hate paying America's taxes <laughs> and they make it your problem a lot. And I know that this is unfair and I am not saying that this is this is a thing that anyone else should feel about the French. However, I have a bit of a bias against them because I was I'm so I heard so many times like, why am I paying for American taxes? Bullshit. Like yeah. how many if you hear that a thousand times, it's going to color the way <laughs> that you view things. So I watched this woman saying, oh, I'm sure is a lovely human being. She looked like Numi Rapace. And I thought, shut the fuck up, Amelie. I don't care. But that's me. That was not because she was good or bad. It was because I worked a lot of New York City retail and learned to be annoyed by French people. Okay. I do not have any experience with the French. Maybe if I spoke French, I'd connect with that performance more. To me, it just sounded like a nice little French torch song that she was singing loud, but it sounded like an American Idol contest winner who ha- was given a song to sing. Fun fact, that, she was also singing to that Spanish guy's dogs. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It's it, Like I said, it's weird to me that Spain did so badly and France did so well. Like, may, like Again, I don't speak French. Maybe if I spoke French, I would know what the big deal was, but as someone who was just listening for the first time and does not speak any other languages i just i just did not feel it at all it was there i you know i was i was re- really shocked also because like like i said the big five tend not to do well in eurovision is what i'm told i could be wrong about that that's what i'm told and yeah. uh, a couple of them did really well this year so here i'll give it to you this way um yeah. france did really well before the public vote came in like really really great um mm-hmm. they got 12 points from San Marino. Let me see who else gave them the 12 points. Um, Spain did. The United Kingdom did. Uh, Ireland did. Serbia did. Germany. Uh, it goes on and on. Like, they really, like, they had a lot. Switzerland, the Netherlands, it was a lot of people gave. Like, that was the thing that really shocked me before we got to the public vote was just the huge number of people that gave it to France. Those were the judges. Yeah, the judges. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The judges may vote on technical ability. Like everyone's saying, like the, the Swiss guy is like amazing breath control or whatever. I don't fucking listen for breath control. Here's the here's thing that shocked me that I just found out. There's like a song that's been creeping up into the lower end of the Hot 100 that I listen to every week. And it's uh, it got big on TikTok, but it actually won Eurovision two years ago, the last time we had a Eurovision. And now it's a hit on TikTok. And I was shocked. Oh, and this is this was another guy that um, performed was sick and couldn't make it, so he had to do a a phone in performance. Yeah, he's uh, the Dutch guy who won last year, or two years ago, excuse me, because we didn't have one last year. Uh, that song blows, and I have to assume the judges pulled that one out because it's just a like a, it's a very boring Imagine Dragons, One Republic type ballad. And yeah, so I didn't get that one either, and I didn't watch that year. I don't know. Sometimes Eurovision does something amazing. Sometimes it gives you boring ballads. And then there was Italy. I liked Italy. I fucking liked Italy. I put them top five at the very least. Embracing the machine, I call them. I don't know. They were silly and fun. And maybe if I actually heard them on like the radio and I knew what they were singing about, I would like, I was like, oh, another Greta Van Fleet. We don't need another one of these. But while I was watching it, I enjoyed the fuck out of them. And I was happy they won. I was happy that. It's like the Oscars. I don't want 
I know that the best performance isn't necessarily going to win, but as long as someone I like wins, I'm I'm good with that. I would have preferred Iceland to win, but I'm just saying if you're going to give it to a rock band, mm-hmm. give it to Finland. I'm not sure I agree. Well, you can be wrong. You're welcome <laughs> to be incorrect. Uh, for what it's worth, the the title translates as "Shut Up and Behave," and I assume the uh, the song is about how they're not going to shut up and behave because they're rock and rollers. Oh, that was right. That was the thing that they didn't they they said rock and roll will never die. Rock and roll never dies. And I was like, Ugh, rock and roll is dead. I can tell because I can feel the rumble of it fucking turning in its grave. No, they were. I, I, I was quite happy with them. You know, it's a funny thing. Italy did not participate in Eurovision for like more than a decade, like through the entire 2000s. They were and I'm not clear why they decided, you know what? Eurovision's stupid. We're not going to do it. They got on their Vespas and they drove away. <laughs> yes, they did. And uh, I've re- I read somewhere, and I, I can't confirm this, but they uh, they thought, you know, as one of the, the big countries that the all the little countries have a bias against, we're never going to win, so what's the point? Why are we wasting our money? And then uh, Germany won in 2010, and the next year Italy were just magically back. It was like, oh, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> and now they now they've now they got one. They have a they have a win in their pocket. Well, they think they came in second in twenty nineteen, maybe like they like they said something about it as they came up that they had like just come in second place or something. Uh, yeah, they came right behind, uh, just twenty four points behind the Netherlands. Look at that. Yeah, and ahead of Russia. So I, I guess we're not mad at Russia anymore. Also, look at how the world changes. <laughs> no the the year at, the year after the uh, the Crimean invasion, Russia did very badly in the Eurovision. You don't say. <laughs> and uh, not that Russia has magically become better since then, but, uh, well, anyway, that was your first Eurovision. Okay, am I looking forward to doing this every year now? Because For the rest of, of your life, yes. Oh, I didn't know. Well, I had this news to me that I'm doing song versus song for the rest of my life. That yeah. was, oh, in, and further I, than that, your contract extends far beyond death. Oh, no. <laughs> you've, been watch, you've been watching Angel. You, yes, I have. You, you, you let uh, this is the Wolferman Hart contract that, that I have. I didn't know that. <laughs> God damn it. I would never. I am the Cordelia Chase of the situation. So <laughs> my situation doesn't get fucked over until season three. Thank you very much. Uh, anyway, right. um, yeah, it was fine. I look forward to I mean, here's what I would like I would love for us to do it together in person in the future if we can help it. Well, maybe I think we'll- that would be a lot more fun. <laughs> Yeah, this is the first time I, I watch it alone in my house because. Of- yeah, I think that definitely I think that takes something away from it. I have to believe that it's more fun if you're making it an event. You know, they asked people up when they were when the announcers were out, they said, oh, are you dressed for the occasion? Uh, this is a podcast. So you can't tell. I and Todd are not dressed for the occasion. I'm as, maybe next year. <laughs> I'm as dressed up as I usually am. In as all- so, that yeah. could mean anything. Yes. People don't know. Maybe right. that 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 hoodie is sparkly. They don't they don't know. It could be made <laughs> of solid gold. It's in the shadows. It's a mystery. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, if you enjoyed Eurovision, or if you didn't, I guess you know. If if you're watching this on YouTube, then leave a comment on it. And if uh, if you're not, then head over to our Patreon, and you can leave a comment there. And while you're there, you could uh, spend a dollar, only one dollar, and then you can get. All of the bonus episodes that we do, because we do a lot more than just cover award shows and song competitions, we do movies. In fact, we do movies uh, that people vote on. In fact, not only that, but some people 
who pay how much money, Todd? $20. $20. Those people get to choose the choices for what it is that we might watch. Uh, so you can go to Patreon and and uh, and do that if you want. But $1 will get you every single uh, episode that we've ever done as far as the bonus ones are concerned. Only $1. And as I have now decided to say every single time, not only is that a deal, that's a Kim deal. Oh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, happy Eurovision. I don't know. Yeah, what's, this, yeah. what's the sign? Happy out? Eurovision Day. <laughs> happy Goth it's... Day. It was Goth Day. Oh, yeah, it was that Eurovision Day landed on Goth Day today. So Finland should have done much better. Yep. A tragedy. Goodbye, everybody. Yes. Happy Goth Day. Wear a choker. Later. Mm